Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. For the last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to another episode. Hope you all are feeling phenomenal, healthy, vibrant, inspired, ready to learn some things about why you should not offer juice subscriptions unless, I will tell you unless what those things are. Uh, But before we dive in, as I always like to share when I might be offering some insights that might shift your perspective. I always want to tell you that my intention is to simply enlighten you, educate you so that you don't make any critical mistakes because it hurts my heart to see people who have such a profound passion for juice supporting their community and they end up putting their heart and souls into their business, but they don't accomplish their goals. They don't get to where they want to be within a reasonable time frame. And one of the downfalls that I see is with people wanting to launch their businesses with these subscription models. Now, oftentimes that could be really good for you as the business owner, but it may not fully make sense to the consumer. All right. So I always invite you when you're thinking about a business, this business or any other business, you really have to understand the success of your business is going to be highly contingent on how well you support your customer right? If you are doing things that are more so positioned as being beneficial to you, but very uh, seldomly beneficial to the consumer, well, they're not likely to participate in whatever it is you're offering. They have to see the value in what you're offering. So I always like to just remind people that when you're thinking about subscription-based models, usually the reason people are doing it is because it's convenient for them. They have full-time jobs, Maybe you're in a situation where you're just wanting to prepare product on the weekends. You want to have some clear time where you say, okay, I can deliver on Mondays to people. So let me make them order and commit to a monthly order of X amount. So I have predictable revenue and then I'll come and serve them every Monday, whatever the scenario is. Be aware that humans we generally don't like subscriptions. It's We don't want to be subscribed to something unless we really see a clear benefit. And if you are in a market where you've got competition, there are other juice bars, other online businesses people can order from, you really have to ask someone, why would someone subscribe to your juice subscription service? Not to say there are zero reasons. There are reasons, and I will share them in a little bit, but most of the time, the way people are positioning their businesses, it doesn't make sense for the consumer. Because most of the time, when a consumer is thinking about ordering a juice or a smoothie or a meal, put yourself in that position. I'm sure you do it a lot, as I do. You generally want to decide what you want to eat a few minutes, maybe 30 minutes, because that's as long as it's going to take before you actually receive your food or juice or smoothie, you don't want to plan weeks in advance for some future demand that you assume you're going to have. 
most of the time. Okay. We will talk about the caveats. So that being the case, why would somebody buy a juice subscription from you? Here are the elements in which and when it might make sense. One, they're getting some sort of financial benefit from subscribing. So you're going to save them 10, 20, 30%. The downside for you in that is it starts to eat into your margin in a significant way where you might not fully be profitable. So you have to really make sure you know your numbers. But that would be one reason why someone would decide to uh, participate in some sort of juice subscription. What's the other reason that they would do it? Now, there is a convenience factor. If I am someone who, let's say I am a mother or father that is the person responsible in my family for taking you know, care of the food, grocery shopping, other things, I may decide, hey, you know what? Instead of having to go and just have one extra task and ordering juices for the entire family for the week, I just know every Monday this is what we go through and this is what will show up and it's consistent. I don't have to think about it. It's just like the experience of having some subscription on Amazon for toilet paper or other cleaning supplies, shampoo or something else, right? I just know it's going to be there. I know I'm going to use it and so forth. The last reason that someone would consider being a part of this kind of service would be if they have very specific health goals and there's a subscription program that they feel like is going to help them accomplish these goals. And so they're making a kind of like a gym membership. They're making a monthly commitment to themselves financially and through your business that is going to support them in reaching these goals. Those are the three scenarios in which it would make sense for someone to subscribe from what I have seen and, and can observe. Now, outside of that, once again, convenience is king. Most people won't fall into those three categories and they would say, you know what? I can just order when I'm ready and it'll be here in 30 minutes if I'm in an environment where I have other options. If they have no other options, which is very rare these days, most cities, towns have some kind of juice business that would be within a reasonable proximity, then in that case, why would I subscribe to your juice subscription service when I can just get on my phone and then have juice delivered to me in 30 minutes, enough for my family for the day or for the next couple of days? So... Generally, subscriptions tend to be very inconvenient because you have to understand if I have a subscription and let's say I have to take a spontaneous trip or I have to travel and I forgot to cancel the subscription and now there's juice at my door when I'm not home and then it's going to spoil or someone else is going to steal it or whatever other elements make this highly inconvenient, then I'm going to cancel my subscription. And so there's a reason that most people don't have these kinds of food subscriptions in today's modern age, because generally it's just not worth it. It's not convenient enough um, for either the business or the consumer. So hopefully that doesn't pop your bubble too much. And if you are going to pursue it, you take into account those three things I mentioned previously that are going to incentivize someone in the right circumstance to do it. But generally, I would say don't build your business model around it. There's so many other ways you can make money selling juice that trying to get everyone on some sort of subscription service might not be the way to go. That's just my two cents. Take it for what it's worth. So if you guys need help with your business, as you know, 
we run, or maybe you don't know, we run a full spectrum juice development and consulting firm. We can take you from wherever you are to wherever you want to be. Reach out to me personally at andrew at startajuicebar.com. That's andrew at startajuicebar.com. Hope this has been insightful. As always, wishing you well. Hope you are happy and healthy. This is the Juice Bar Experts Podcast and startajuicebar.com. Until next time, talk to you soon. Thank you.